Welcome to Sense You Asked, a podcast where we have authentic conversations built around your questions on life, biblical Christianity, and occasionally completely random topics. Now here's your hosts, Ben Farley and Ben Van Hyning. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to Since You Asked. This is episode six. Now, I know what you're thinking. Um, where have you guys been? It's been a couple of weeks, and believe it or not, you know, we we craft this podcast, get it all ready to go, and then uh, you kind of get in this these weird stages of like, oh, everybody's listening to it, and then you start thinking, wait, no, nobody's listening to it, but... Just yesterday alone, I had three people ask me, where has the podcast been? Me too. And, you know, those those three people are clearly speaking for thousands or tens, tens of you know, of hundreds. more people. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're back. We, right. We're we here to give the people what they want. Yep. Episode six. Um, been a crazy time the last couple of weeks for us. Yep. Um, but we're back in the saddle. We are ready to roll. And we are here to bring you the content that you demand. That you desire. Yeah. I mean, let's just put it that way, because people have been, like you said, ones of peoples yeah. have been asking me, <laughs> hey, when's the next one drop? Yeah. Uh, I hear people, I mean, talking about how they listen to us when they mow, yep. when they're on the road, when they're, and, and they just decide to download it. So, hey, why, who are we? Yes. To deny them. It would be selfish of us not to put this out, really. So here we are. I mean, I really think we should do it. So, okay, here's here's a question for our listeners. Where do you find that you most listen to the podcast? Good question. I'm going to put you, so you mentioned mowing. I am a podcast listener when we mow, not our podcast. (laughs) I I listen to that enough. But uh, I love listening to podcasts when I mow. And I actually like to listen to podcasts at the gym. Yes. I'm, like... I almost never listen to music anymore when I'm working out. It's yeah. always a podcast. So, uh, yeah, drop us a drop us a comment. Yeah. Let us know where you listen to since you asked. Yeah, I don't drive very far to get to town, but so I'll listen to brief moments of it. I still am an, I'm a music guy when I yeah. when I work out, yeah. and I and I do work out. Nice. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so you know that's uh, that's an important. Uh, thing, but I, I like to listen in the car. It gives me something to think about, keeps my mind moving. So I know there are people who listen to it in the weird places. Yeah, you know, I don't know where. <laughs> Somebody's got like one of those Bluetooth shower radios yeah, that they're hooking that. us up, which is w- weird to think about. You know, weird. like or while they're cooking dinner. Maybe that's not so weird. But yeah, it would just be a different. It's more clothed it's at least. Definitely, so, you know, definitely more appropriate. I would assume. <laughs> But uh, no, uh, yeah. Let us know where you find uh, that you listen to since you asked, or or just any podcast the yeah. most. So, well, today again, it has been a crazy few weeks. Um, we have been traveling around the globe, uh, not for since you asked, but right. you know, uh, just in in general with our jobs, we have been in Greece, um, and then things have just been kind of crazy, and so we are back in the studio recording today. Um, so as we record this. Today is June 23rd. We're recording a little bit later in the week, uh, but it is June 23rd, and we are here to bring you the news that you need to know. Yeah. Um, today is a day worth celebrating, and if you're not celebrating some of these things that we're getting ready to lay out, shame on you. Right. And, or if not, if it's not shame on you, you, you've got a lot of time left 
Well, yeah, to it's just early kind today. Of think through that, but yeah. you know, as you get to the point where that you know, you hear these things, you should you should do whatever you can to have to celebrate them. So, like, yeah. so today is and any day is that, that it's a pizza day is a day to celebrate. Sure, but today is National Detroit style pizza. Now, that's not typical around here. I was trying to think no. of any place that might have Detroit style so pizza. So explain what Detroit style is. Yeah. So Detroit style pizza is a pizza that starts with the crust. They describe it as deep and thick in composition, but yet it's light and airy in its taste. It's the best of both worlds. That sounds amazing. Wow. I don't even care what you put on it at that <laughs> point. It just is wonderful. Uh, they make it on steel square pans. Um and then they get, which gives it a unique shape and one of a kind flavor. Uh, then they put the the, the uh, ingredients on backwards. Hmm. So they start with meat. Whatever the meat is goes right on the crust. Then a Wisconsin style cheese all the way out to the edge, thick. Ooh. And then they s- tiger stripe or zebra stripe, whichever animal you prefer with stripes, <laughs> up and down with the sauce. Wow. And then they bake it. So. Back in the late 90s, early 2000s, I feel like Pizza Hut really hit its peak. Oh, love Pizza Hut. So Pizza Hut, and and actually in our town, Pizza Hut has gone by the wayside. It's very sad. It is. But Pizza Hut had a pan pizza that sounds very similar to what you're saying, with the exception of, I don't think the ingredients were on backwards. But my question is, was that a missed opportunity for them to pay homage to Detroit. Hmm. Maybe maybe Detroit has gotten fed up with you not using our name for our style of pizza and has said, we're just going to take you out. We're going to force it that yeah. way. Yeah, and maybe that's causing some of the defunctness of Pizza Hut. I don't know. It could, it could be that. I don't know. I miss Pizza Hut. Yeah. Like, I know that there are other great pizza places in town. Yeah. Uh, but, man... That deep crust, all meat pizza that was just slightly crispy on the edges. Yeah, a uh, lot of Parmesan cheese on top. When we're done, I just as you were talking, it made me think. I wonder if, um, what's the Little Caesars? Oh yeah, pizza pizza. Yeah, that they come in the square shape. I right. wonder if it's not based lightly, loosely on the Detroit style pizza. It very well, could be. I'm going to. Google that because we have in modern technology today. I can do you that. You can get that answer very quickly. Yeah. Well, while you're looking that up, let me just say that Pizza Hut also, I feel like if you were a kid growing up in the 80s, the 90s, uh, maybe early 2000s, I don't know when this when this uh, program ended, but you owe a lot of your educational background to Pizza Hut as well because Pizza okay. Hut was a part of a program called Book It. Um, oh yeah. So, so book it had these. They would give you like buttons, right? Huge, gaudy buttons. Yeah. That you would put the stickers on when you read a book, and once you read a certain amount of books, then you got to turn or show them your button. Yeah. And yeah. get a free personal pan pizza. And so, wow. You know, nowadays that wouldn't mean as much. We're like, yeah, whatever. I'm not doing all that work for a pizza. But back in my day, that's exciting. <laughs> we were excited about that Absolutely. pizza, and we worked for it. Absolutely. So, and I don't know. I, mean, I know this is a little off topic. We're just pizza now, talking about pizza. But is there anything much better than a really good pizza? 
mm. and then to drink like alongside it like a, a really cold pe- like a Pepsi. Oh well. Or co- I mean, if you're uh, okay, Pepsi, I was gonna say depending. you're really you're really launching people into a debate here. No, I, I I agree. Yeah, I think a good pizza is one of God's best gifts to Greatest us. Greatest creation. Uh, my goodness, yeah. you. I now, in fairness to uh, the Detroit style pizza, I like it. Yeah, not my favorite. Um, I, I'm not going to turn down pizza regardless of what style Never. it is. Let's just clear that up. But I love Chicago style. Yes. Um. So we have a chain around our area called Joe's Pizza. Yep. Joe's Pizza has some of the best Chicago style pizza, probably outside of Chicago. Um, Dierjean or what's oh, Giordano's, Giordano's yeah. in in Chicago is really good. Um, but Joe's for our area is phenomenal. Yeah. So hats off to to Joe's Pizza. Um, man, they make the best Chicago style pizza, and you know it's meant for like three to four fully grown adults, and I can destroy a whole one myself. Yeah, so. easy. Well, and I know that, you know, like, uh, I've been to Giordano's a few times, uh, and I love the Chicago style. There is a place in Litchfield, not that I'm trying to advertise for people to drive, because it's pretty far, but if you're ever in that area, there's a place called Nancy's Pizza. She has a Giordano's Chicago style, Hmm. and it comes to the table, you think you might be in Chicago. Wow. It is really good. So, yeah, and I prefer the St. Louis style a little more. I, the real thin crust. Oh, so Emo's, you're an Emo's type yeah, guy? Yeah, oh, Emo's is wow. the best pizza out there. Man, I, now I like thin crust pizzas. Um, so we have, of course, Emo's around St. Louis area, which we actually have a lot of St. Louis listeners. So yeah. we probably have some yeah, Emo's shout fans. Out there. Bring us um, a pizza. Yeah, yeah, send us yeah, one. I mean, we know it. they're in the freezer section now. So, Oh, at, by the way, here at IGA. Really? In, They've made it here? Here in town. Yeah, Brady had one the other wow. day. Well, so I, I'm an Emo's guy, lunch. but I really like Monocle's thin crust yes. pizza as well. The problem with thin crust pizza is it's never enough. Right. I can eat an extra large yeah. and be like, all right, well, let's go out for ice cream, kids, because that's sure. not full. Yeah. You know, so um, yeah, it, the bottom line is no matter what style of pizza it is, we have our favorites. Yeah. But pizza is pizza, and absolutely. it is so good. So it's so thank fun you, to, Lord, for that. Absolutely, it's so fun to work camp uh, with people who are out of town hmm. because you know you kind of get used to the ones that are here. And 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 again, the people that do pizza here in town, Anthony's and Dimaggio's, those they're oh great. yeah, Dimaggio's, Dimaggio's so is so good. Yeah, even though we have those, we kind of take advantage of those because it's yeah. what's right here, right. When people come from out of town and, and you're having camp, and they'll you'll see in the faculty lounge a box of Dimaggio's pizza, yeah. or a box of Pizza Pit pizza, or yeah. whatever the, and I'm like, what you really like that? And they're like, this is, we wait for this every year to wow. come get Dimaggio's. You just want pizza. what you can't have, yeah, and yeah. Dairy Queen soda. That I mean, yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah. that. That's why people come to Flora. So Pizza Day, I, I just did Google it and. Um, Little Caesars Pizza is considered Detroit style. Okay, pizza that makes sense. So there you go. Well, we spent a lot of time on just one national day. What else yeah. is going on today? Well, National Day today. Uh, there's a couple of that are kind of fun if you're just interested in kind of celebrating. It may be too late to put something different on uh, today, but today is National Pink Day. Now I'm yeah. not exploring that as much, but it, I don't know if it's National Wear Pink Day, right? Or if it's National Pink the Singer Day. Oh well. She has a great 
pod or a playlist on iTunes if you're interested <laughs> in just listening to Pink's music today. I would not have pegged you for a Pink oh, fan. Huge Pink fan. Wow. I love Pink. Okay. She yeah. is a phenomenal singer. Yeah, I will give her that. I'm going to start a fight. One of, wow. one of our family's favorite songs. Yeah? Yeah. That's a pool Saturday afternoon. I would not have guessed that out yeah, of you. we love Pink. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're uh, learning something together here yeah, on Since Absolutely. So, so go listen to Pink, and while you're doing that, have some Pecan Sandies. Yes. Yeah. Now, I particularly do not like Pecan Sandies. It's, it's a cookie that I... I mean, again, much like pizza... I'm not going to turn down a cookie. Sure. But it's not on my list of top 10. No. Um, I do like the Keebler prepackaged ones, but that seems like it's kind of cheating as compared to, you know, I feel like you should celebrate that with a, yeah. a homemade one. Um, I like other pecan desserts much more than a pecan sandy. Yeah. The pecan sandy is, it's like that. See, you even said it it's so interesting that where we're from, because I say pecan and yeah. you said pecan. Pecan. And then there are people who say pecan. Yeah, Which I, I, I didn't think even is weird because I, if you have a pecan, throw it out. Yeah, <laughs> pee. That's on what the you tree do on those long road trips where you can't get out. Else. Don't be in a can. <laughs> uh, but wow. I don't know. I I've never had a good pecan sandy. Really? And I've ne I've never maybe never even had a homemade one. But I can tell you anything that you bite down on that crumbles into a million pieces mm. and then simultaneously sucks the entire bo <laughs> your body's moisture out of your body so that you choke well there there is another national day today right. that probably goes hand in hand I with that so to do that right that was today, nice today's national hydration day yeah it's supposed to be 90s it's been in the hundreds yeah uh you drink some water you know you're probably dehydrated and you don't even know it right that, that's a really scary thing to think that you're you're probably dehydrated and you don't even know it yeah i so I have a, and I'm looking at the in the corner of your office, and you have a gallon jug yeah. that you've been drinking water out of. Yeah, um, I too have tried to do that. Um, I, so there's a couple problems with this for me. <laughs> you need a pecan. I need a pecan. I have to go all the time, <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. like, yeah. did God really intend for? us to drink a gallon of water a day and uh, also pee every 15 minutes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't it's know. like we're, yeah, it's like we're designed to do, take it in and take it out. Right. All at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, once I get adjusted, takes a week or so. Okay. I can, I can go, I do it without going that often. Okay. It's a really weird thing, but I don't know if your, your body just goes, okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. I don't See, know maybe I just go... I go like a week and do it really well, but but have never gotten to that point of my body adjusting because yeah. then I'll stop. And so like today, you know, I'm I'm down in another large coffee. Um, I know you made a pot, so I'll probably grab a couple more. <laughs> yeah. So in my mind, it's like, oh, I should drink more water, but coffee is so good. So oh. I'll have, you know, four cups before I ever touch water. Yeah. Already dehydrated. It's just kind of how it goes so yeah tammy but you should celebrate today. during sunday morning church you know she'll say she'll hand me a big cup of, she has it ready for yep. us you know how she is oh yeah but then i'm like let me get it water first yeah <laughs> yep if i don't uh, all this heavy duty coffee is going <laughs> to wreck me so yeah 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 no national hydration day so and then lastly i mean there's a lot of other things there but uh, national it's national porridge day yeah so i was curious about this because I had just assumed that porridge was oatmeal. Just call it a different thing. Right. And and let's just call it what it is. When you hear porridge, 
What's the first thing you think of? Yeah, the three little bears. Three little bears. Yeah. Yeah. Or you, three bears. I don't know if it's three little well, bears. One of them was one little. Was little. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, you think of you think of the porridge that Goldilocks ate. Yeah. Uh, especially right. from poor baby bear who really got the shaft that day. Right. But sure um, so yeah, I, I thought oh it's just oatmeal called by a different name. Well, that is true in some versions of porridge. But what I have found is that while porridge can be made with oats, it can also be made with legumes, so like peanuts, I guess, um, vegetables, which if you're, you know, older, you remember the nursery rhyme, peas, porridge, hot, peas, porridge, cold, yeah. peas, porridge in the pot, nine days old. Well, I didn't... Nah, I nasty. Didn't, yeah. It, there's actually a thing called peas, peas, porridge. It is like a savory dish, like a um, split pea soup, but thicker. It doesn't sound appealing to me, but they put bacon in it, which does make it a little more appealing. Yeah, okay. Um, salt and pepper, it's kind of a savory dish. So porridge can just be really anything, it sounds like. Yeah, <laughs> anything does. mashed and gooey in a bowl. Yeah, <laughs> it's it just sounds porridge. gross. I mean, so. now, I never thought I liked grits, Oh, but I love grits. Oh. How do you eat your grits? Butter, salt, and pepper. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that, but my grandma made cheese grits. Ooh. Oh, my word. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I love cheese grits. Um, th- That's one of those things like, man, I wish I would have asked her the recipe yeah. because I would have loved to make that. Yeah. No, I've never had anyone make grits. Like, I'll have grits at Cracker Barrel. Okay. Or at a yeah. restaurant. You know, when yeah. you have breakfast, you can sometimes get grits with them, but... Ooh, cheese grits. Cheese grits were phenomenal. Okay. Yeah. Well, it looks like to me that the history of grits goes back way back to like 3000, you know, BC, mm-hmm. 2500 BC. Um, even in the Old Testament, uh, people started preparing thick pancakes on stove ovens or hot tiles using a porridge like mixture. So such flatbreads then are, are actually mentioned in the Old Testament. Really? Yeah. So, well, of course we'd be biblical with this. We so. got to get, get you know transition into yes, something. Yes. Nice right? job. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, you can celebrate in all those. Just make sure you drink some water while yeah. you're doing that. And uh, please don't do it as a, a porridge pizza. Oh, gross! Don't make a porridge pizza. No, no. Don't combine these things. But separately would be best. <laughs> well, so today, um, what we want to do is tackle. An, an issue, a, a biblical issue that, quite honestly, gets a whole lot of misconceptions thrown around it. Yeah. Um, there's not a whole lot in the Bible, um, so what we're, what we're trying not to do today is just offer up our, uh, our own opinions or our own thoughts. We want to rely on the Word, but, but tackle some of the most common misconceptions. And the topic that we're going to talk about today is angels. Yeah. Um, let me say this. I I can be a very cynical person, especially when it comes to social media. And when I see certain things about angels posted, and we're going to tackle some of those in a minute, but when I see certain things about angels posted on Facebook, it just, uh, something like rises up inside yeah. of me and I just want to... I don't know. It just yeah. makes me angry. Yeah. Um, you know, that's not the right response, so I keep that bottled up. But <laughs> um, but what it made me realize, and actually the reason for this podcast topic was because I saw something on social media, yeah. and I was like, oh, that is so wrong. Like, that is not correct at all. 
Um, and, and so rather than just blast them on Facebook, right. we'll do it here we'll anonymously. So a that, podcast. No, yeah, no, but no names mentioned. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So this topic is one that comes with a lot of misconceptions. So what we want to do today is tackle the top five misconceptions about angels that we've seen. Um, you know, we've gone 20 minutes already about pizza and <laughs> porridge, and so it's going to be a little bit shorter just because there's not a whole lot about angels in the Bible, but there are some things that can correct some of the common misconceptions yeah. that we see. And and perhaps the first and biggest misconception that you see so often, and, and this is actually the, the Facebook post that made me realize this is something we need to tackle, is the idea that people become angels yeah. when they die. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think... I, I, I was trying to think when we were talking about how to kind of po- fashion this podcast, mm-hmm. I was trying to think, had I ever heard that before? And I, I think you, I think it's one of those things that you just kind of grow up thinking and believing. Right, right. I don't know if it's something that was ever just taught to me outwardly. Right. But the, but those, it's almost like those legend things that gets passed from one place to the next or generation to the next. Yeah, I, uh, we we kind of look at the the whole idea is w- when we leave this earth and the body that we're in now, we have to transform into something else. Hmm. Almost, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and so, what we I, I think it's it's just an easy step for us to believe that well, angels are in heaven. Right. I'm going to go to heaven. Therefore, I will be an angel yeah. when I get to heaven. And it's kind of like adding one plus one and getting seventeen. Right. Well, and I think. I think, as is the case with a lot of biblical ideas, they're often not driven by the Bible in most people's minds. Right. A lot of times, Hollywood and and the entertainment industry has really affected the the perception of these these different biblical topics. So, I remember watching cartoons even as a kid, and when one of these cartoons would quote unquote die, of course I never did, but right. you know, when they would die, you would see like this this translucent angel figure of themselves with wings and a halo start to drift up towards heaven. And right. you know, you you think of that as innocent, but it is really shaped sure. the way that people think. They just accept, well, yeah, this is the truth then and and so we're just gonna live in that way. And so even now <clears throat> That has really affected the way that people think about that because I see it all the time. People think that uh, somebody has got, they'll say something like, uh, this person who passed away, unfortunately, has their angel's wings. Well, no, they yeah. don't. And I know that doesn't come from a place of evil. It doesn't no. come from a, a, a bad motive, but it's just a misunderstanding of yeah. what actually Scripture teaches about what happens when we die. Well, and again, part of that misconception, I think, too, comes from what's heaven going to be like? Right. Well, if heaven is a bunch of clouds floating in the sky, how am I going to get from cloud to cloud? I got to have wings. Yeah. You know, and I think that, you know, you just have this childlike understanding of what heaven is and what angels are. And it's a nice thing Mm -hmm. to think about. It's a nice thing to think, yeah, someday I'll be an angel. Right. But angels more, you know, the two people I've ever leaned on for what what are angels and what do they look like and what how does that work out? Well, three really were Frank Peretti, hmm. uh, who wrote uh, "This Present Darkness" and okay. "Piercing the Darkness." Yeah, 
Um, in fact, when you started talking about the podcast, it made me want to go read those books again. Mm-hmm. So I borrowed a book from J- Preston Johnson. He, nice. He loaned me a, a copy of that so I can read that. But uh, So Frank Peretti, uh, Randy Alcorn, mm-hmm. you know, he's a leading authority on heaven and yeah. the afterlife and things like that. And then Billy Graham. Okay. Yep. And they all are in a fr- an affirmation of and an agreement that angels are real, but they're not human. Right. They're never. They weren't human before they became angels. They were created yep. as angels. Yep. Uh, and now uh, Genesis one twenty six kind of lends us to believe angels can become humans mm-hmm. at God's command. Yeah, taking on that will. form yeah. for a certain certain uh mission from god i mean you see gabriel and michael are are the two main ones in the bible that are delivering a message and most of the time and i don't have it right in front of me but most of the time it does give the idea that they have taken on a human form yeah but it doesn't mean that that is how they exist most of the time in heaven in the presence of god um and I, i think when you look at scripture, sometimes we often read into it too much. And so when a person dies, uh, there's, there's different scripture that show what that's, what it's going to be like, especially not only once we die, but also once we're raised from the dead. Uh, first John chapter three talks about us becoming like Jesus. And then Matthew 22, uh, verse 30 talks about us being like the angels and having this, uh, celestial type flesh or this glorified body. And so you can start to see where people have pieced that together and thought, oh, well, see, we're, we become angels. Right. And I, I think there's, I don't know, it's like the, uh, oh, there's the nuance to this conversation because you can have, you can nuance things to death and sure. it becomes uh, obsolete. But in this sense, I, I think there is nuance to that because we will become uh, have glorified bodies like the angels, but there isn't anything in Scripture that says that we will become angels. In right. fact, Hebrews chapter what is it? Hebrews chapter two uh, says that believers at the end of all things, when Jesus has come and restored creation, and we are in His kingdom forever. Uh, we will be above the angels, yeah. and so in the fallen state, they are uh, they are above us. They are you know right. in the presence of God. But in in the restoration, when things come back to the way they were intended, we will be above the angels and will judge them. First Corinthians tells us that, and so uh, we're not going to become angels. We can become like them in the sense that we are in the presence of God in glorified, perfect bodies, but we will be above them and yeah. will judge them. Difficult to become something that then you're above and right. judge at the same time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Hebrews, you mentioned Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 1, verse you know 14 suggests, uh, or says specifically, it doesn't even suggest it, that angels were simply created by God to lend a helping hand yep. uh, You know, to those that believe in God. And, of course, they attend to God and in heaven and, and those sort of things. So, yeah, that that's an interesting thing that... Uh, it, it, I think I, I think it, I think it's more comforting for me that I don't become an angel. Right. I don't know if that makes me weird or not, because some people are very, they're comforted by the fact that we become angels someday. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm actually more, con, I think I'm more comforted to know that that's not how I'm. I'd like to, to stay a person. My existence. You know, I, I like, want to be a person. I like being a person. Uh, so 
I'd like to continue that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> think about, you know, the angels in the outfield. If I could play ball like that. Right. You know, okay, maybe yep. that would be great. Or help someone else play ball. See, and there's the other thing. Yeah. I don't want to help. I want to play. I don't want to play. <laughs> I don't want to be the one lifting the person up to get the catch. I want to be making the catch. Yep. So, yeah. By the way, such a good movie. Great movie. Such a good movie. I haven't seen it in so long. Oh, man. Yeah. What was the what was the main owl, right? Right. Yep. Was the the main angel. Yeah, so. I was trying to think of what team team it was, but then I remembered it's the Angels. Yeah, and that was back when right. it was the California Angels. Right. Then they became the Anaheim Angels and then now it's the Los Angeles the Angels, Angels of Anaheim and whatever. Weird. Yeah. So, okay, so the next one, um, it kind of goes along with this in, in some regards, but it's this idea that every person has a guardian angel or an yeah. angel that is assigned to them specifically. Yeah. I know that sounds comforting. Uh, it, it sounds good, like, yeah, I've, I've got an angel watching over me. And, and now, there is some biblical evidence that we do have angels that do protect, that yeah. do... because. Um, we are in the middle of a spiritual battle that we as as humans this yep. side of eternity don't see, but there is no biblical evidence that would suggest that there is a specific angel assigned to you and you alone. Right. Yeah. It. Yeah. That's one of those. Um, that's one of those things that I think again has to be born out of, and I don't know exactly where that tradition or idea came from. The, the idea of guardian angels probably somewhere in church history there's a there was a real uh, move toward it wouldn't it be great if we all had guardian angels oh look we all have guardian angels uh, sort of thing and uh, you, like you said you kind of use scripture to help us I think too again when you when you look at what like Frank Peretti when he writes he writes about and if you've ever, if you ever get a chance to read the books you'll you, you do get a real sense of hero or angel worship almost because mm. they they become our our heroes yeah because um, there's one there's just I remember briefly I read it, it was so cool this is a brief story but it came out at least the first time I was aware of it was like in 1988 mm-hmm. uh, I went to CIY in Adrian Michigan with our youth group at Chambersburg Christian Church and we were there and the book was on sale. Uh, so I bought the book, and Rich Mullins yeah. signed it for me. Wow. Which he wasn't the author of the book, but it was just cool to have him <laughs> sign yeah, right. the book. I can't find my copy anywhere that has his signature in it. But um, but you, when you read it, there's a scene in there where the person is, I think the, the hero of the story or the one the book is written about, he's trying to get somewhere, and he, the angel knows he's heading into danger. So the angel takes his sword and just jams it through the hood of this vehicle, making it impossible for him to get to the place where he's going that would cause him danger, either yeah. him or her. And you think about that, and you think about all the moments in your life when you're like, is there a reason why I turned right and not left, and an right. angel shoved my car right. that direction instead of this direction? And you you do start to wonder, how are all these angels able to accomplish all of this for all of us all at the same time? Right. And it's probably not a realistic thought. Right. So it's an overwhelming thing that we even, you could even have a a guardian angel just for you. Yeah. Well, and because we often take 
God's attributes and place them on God's creation. And so God is the one who is omnipresent, who is omnipotent, yeah. but his creation is not. And yeah. so angels are not able to be everywhere at every time. Same thing with Satan. Yeah. Satan is a created being, actually started as an angel, and he is not able to be everywhere at once. Yeah. That is only reserved for God. And, but I do think we take God's attributes and assume that his heavenly creation carries those same characteristics, and, and the reality is, is they just don't. Yeah. Well, it, uh, Psalm uh, 91, verse 11 says, For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways, they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Now, I've, I've hit my foot against a few stones. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like there's ne- there's never going to be any harm ever come to us because we just know right. that as you know human beings, we're going to have accidents, we're going to have pain, we're going to have all that. Right. But the indication from Scripture is that he does lift us up in times when we need protection, when we need uh, guidance. And so, yeah. yeah, that idea that we all have one specific guardian angel like Clarence, you know, in the movie It's a Wonderful Life, yeah. that he's come to help save, you know, the day. Uh, and uh, if, if that's what my guardian angel looks like, good for yeah. God, because that's right. he's got a sense of humor. Right. Yeah. Yep. I, I think a lot of people, uh, again, Hollywood has shaped um, our thought process on a lot of things. I think a lot of people would assume it's like... Um, your guardian angel is like Roma Downey in yeah. Touched by an Angel. <laughs> like she shows up and yeah. is super calm and just yeah. like this voice is just soothing. And um, yeah. speaking of Touched by an Angel, uh, again, I think that is one of the places where a lot of people have gotten their theological makeup of what they believe mm-hmm. angels to be. But if you remember... So you had you had Roma Downey and you had um, oh I can't remember her actual name but she was Tess right she was like the head head angel um, they were awesome then you had then you had John Die and John Die was the angel of death in in Dutch by an Angel but he always felt bad about it Del you know Delarice Delarice yeah, right, yes right. Uh, then you had John Die who was the angel of death and it was always like he always had this oh, shucks, I hate to do this, you know, type of mentality or type of of, uh, of presence to them. And, yeah, it's just it's just interesting how Hollywood and inter- yeah. the entertainment industry shapes how we perceive certain theological things. Yeah, well, it's so weird because I was home um, last week, a day, just sitting around, and there was a uh, quantum leap mm-hmm. marathon. Yeah. And... It, Listening to you talk about Touched by an Angel, it's almost the same show, only a different. Like, where did where did Sam come from? Well, he came from the future. Yeah, and he's here to save the day. Well, what did, where did where did these angels come from? Well, they came from the past. Yeah, and they're yeah. here to save the day. And it's like Sam and Roma Downey could just play. Yeah, what if they mix the two movies together? They, it would be very easy, quite honestly. It would be an awesome TV show. Now, Roma Downey just always she just popped up at the. Perfect moment. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, yeah. God is is never late, and His timing is perfect. So right. I guess that's where that comes from. But yeah, for sure. uh, but yeah, she was always so sweet and so kind, and um, yeah. I'd... Childhood crush, by the way, Valerie Bertinelli 
in that TV show. Oh, just a th- that makes me that'll age me with a, yeah. some viewers. Or Valerie listeners, Bertinelli. I mean. Yeah, she was in oh, what was that television show that she was in a long time ago? She like very good, like a like one of those really famous childhood oh. actor types. She's <laughs> one day at a time. Okay. Yeah. So so I'm thinking of now. Now she's in the uh, Kids Baking Championship on Food yeah. Network. <laughs> Okay, as a sixty, yeah, whatever year old lady yeah, she is. She's now. very sweet on that show too. She's she doesn't great. want to break the kids' hearts yeah. when their desserts are terrible. Yeah, but. she was married to uh, not John Bon Jovi, but uh, the guitarist, the famous guitarist. Okay, um, I'll think of Eddie Van Halen. Oh wow! Yeah, I so, did not know that. Yeah. They both had the same hair. Yeah, I can Art see that. Down the middle, fluff it back. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Hollywood. So Tiger she was on. Couple. Valerie was on Touched by an Angel. Yes, it's listing her as a person I didn't, named Gloria. Okay, you kind of just think of the main people, yeah. and I I had forgotten that. Well, but, and I thought wow. Touched by an Angel was Michael Landon, so there tells you he was an angel in a TV show too, right? Mm. Wasn't he? Michael Landon. Michael Landon, um, who is uh, a Little House on the Prairie guy. Oh yeah, yeah. He was what an was... angel. TV on in a TV show is Highway to Heaven. Oh my! I did not realize there was as many <laughs> angel shows yeah. as there is was because uh, wasn't John Travolta in a movie? Wasn't yes. Michael? Michael? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Who didn't want to go back to heaven? By the way. That's yeah. I guess that would be the opposite of that's rough. Yeah. That's a rough movie plot when the angel comes from heaven to help and then doesn't want to go back to heaven. Yeah, that, don't take your theological cues from that movie. Whoa. Then, so. Most of these uh, shows are really great, but wow. don't take your theological cues from them. Right. Well, let's do some some just rapid-fire ones okay. here uh, as we kind of end this. Um, one of the perceptions, again, I think a lot of these are Hollywood-driven, are that angels are simply little babies with wings and harps. <laughs> uh, that was kind of silly, but I do think that that has kind of affected the way that we view heaven. These two topics sure. kind of go hand in hand because you see these little freaky winged babies yeah. on harps in like older cartoons. And and you start to think that this is the destiny for the believer, that if we become angels, then we're going to become these babies Naked that, babies yeah, around. that yeah. sit. That's horrifying to me. And I would submit that that is more hellish than heavenish to me but um yeah so so that one that one's not true don't take your uh don't take your theological ideas from that um then we lay out something a little bit more serious that angels are to be worshiped no no right no No, they are not in fact one of the things that the writer of hebrews which we've kind of we just finished up a series on the book of hebrews um, one of the things that he says early on in Hebrews is that the Son of Man, meaning Christ, is above the angels, and so he's kind of directing their worship, saying, "No, you're not. You're not to worship these created beings. You're to look higher and worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Yeah. He is higher than angels. He's higher than the prophets. He's higher than the uh, the old covenants. Jesus is greater than all of those." Yeah. Yeah, there's and one that we talked about earlier, and you just alluded to it with the TV show "Touched by an Angel." But one one of the uh, ones that are out there too is that there's no Christian angel of death. Mm. Um, uh, there 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 is no Christian angel of death. Right. 
that again, you can piece some scriptures together and kind of get a story about that and maybe yeah. think through that. But there's uh, there's no angel of death that's just waiting for you and like you have a timer over your head and it's like oh it's your time. Yep. You know, uh, I'm not saying you don't have a time for for this. You know, I think the Bible indicates that there's a time for all of us to die. Sure. Yeah. Whether that time is really specific or whether it's we're going to die. Right. You know, but this angel of death thing is a real creepy thing. Yeah. That it's almost like he's lurking in the shadows, just yeah. waiting to kill you. Well, and that's so touched by an angel. John died. Yeah. When you saw him, like, he was all, he, you could tell he felt bad about it. Yeah. But you knew what he was coming to do. Yeah. And you, so you're, you're kind of in this plot of is this person going to make it or are they not and you right. see john die show up you're like crap yep. that's it that's it's like it. watching the corner walk in the coffee shop yep you're like why are you here yeah yeah what's is, happened is something already happening yep did something happen or is something going to happen yeah please leave yeah now. if if you don't know what we're talking about you need to go get on i don't know where it is hulu uh yeah. netflix amazon prime go watch an episode of touched by an angel not for theological yeah. construction, but to see what we're talking Just about. Just to see what we're talking about. Actually, yeah. actually, I was looking to see where you could actually see this on, and you can get it free on almost any streaming device uh, from Pluto TV. Oh, you well, there you go. Touched by an angel over and over and over again by on Pluto TV. Speaking of which, do you watch Pluto TV? I we watch it in the morning now. It's I got love live it. News. Yeah, I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. So some of the stuff I have don't I haven't taken time to really see what they have. Yeah, yeah for well, sure. they have like the Andy Griffith channel. I love Andy Griffith's show. Absolutely. And it just twenty four hours a day they're playing episodes of Andy Griffith. Um, Carol Burnett show. Like I love those. Really? I love those old okay. shows because they just I, it reminds me of my grandparents because yeah. I would watch those shows at their house. Yeah. And so yeah, it's a bit of nostalgia for me. Nothing so wrong with that. So yeah, don't whatever preconceived notions you have about Pluto TV. Go check it out. You should check it out. Yeah. yeah, you can get live news in the morning, like yep, like ten or twelve stations. Yeah, um, yeah, it's really pretty cool. That's cool. Last one, and this is that, and this is probably a lesser, um, lesser thought thing, but it, it does exist in in people's minds that angels have been with God forever. I think this is just one of those things that yeah. have been assumed. But again, it kind of plays hand in hand with the fact that angels aren't to be worshipped because angels were created or are created right. beings. Right. And so, no, God is the only one who has been around forever. God is the one who is omnipresent. He has created angels as ministering spirits, but they are not eternal yeah. like, at least eternal past, like yeah. God himself. Yeah, and it goes back to what you said is the... They're not omniscient or omnipresent or yep. omnipotent. They are they are limited, finite beings, only limited and limited by what God, yeah, God gives them the ability, you know, to do. And I, you know, if if they're my if they are attending us in ways, if they are fighting a spiritual battle, I want them to have all the ability, yeah, that right. they can have. Right. You know, like I said, Frank Peretti in his descriptions of angels, they come across as warrior like. Mm -hmm. um, again, I don't know that back in the day they would have had Navy SEAL type uniforms on right. with the body armors and the you know the night vision goggles and stuff. But that's. That's, that's what I, cool to think about. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I want them to be. I mean, when you you talk about the scripture in the when they show up, 
mm-hmm. almost every time the person makes the statement, I'm sore afraid. Yeah. That and and the the angel almost every time then has to say, Do not be afraid. I have a word from God. Right. I'm here as a messenger to you. Yeah. From God. So they 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 must have an appearance that sets people back. Yeah. On, on their heels. And I don't know if they're <laughs> capable of taking life and or. Uh, I think they probably are. Uh, I, again, I'm, now I'm saying something that I have to second guess and question. Right. When I'm done, I need to see what that's like but or what the truth is on that. But, man, and I think they do I, now that I'm thinking about it. So I don't know that they would take our lives, mm-hmm. um, but in the Bible there are times when they that was what they were sent for, yeah. their purpose was. So anyway, yeah, yeah, they're, they're a finite being limited only to doing what it is that God has commanded them and allows them to do. Well, and I hope that today's uh, episode hasn't uh, caused you to lessen your view of angels um, from the standpoint of bringing them back to like this cartoonish, uh, yeah. you know, thing not to be taken seriously. No, these are created beings, heavenly beings created by God. But what they should do is because I think you're right. As people have seen angels throughout Scripture they've fallen on their knees in in almost a sense of, I should probably worship these things. And the response is always, no, 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 don't worship me. I'm being sent here by God. And so the presence of angels or even our thought process of angels should actually point us to, wow, if these beings are seen as something that should be worshipped, which they shouldn't, but if they're uh, perceived as something holy that should be worshipped, how much greater is the one who has created them? So angels exist as ministering spirits to point us to the holiness and righteousness of God, and that is why these things uh, exist. They exist to point us to uh, the greatness of God. So I hope that uh, it it diminishes your desire to worship angels, but greatly increases (laughs) your desire to worship the creator of angels, God Almighty. Yeah. So, awesome. Well, hey... um, this has been just a, a fun episode to kind of tackle some of those misconceptions that we see. Um, and so don't be posting things on Facebook now. You're you're equipped. No, you don't become an angel when you die. So if I see it, I'm calling you. No, I'm kidding. I won't do that. But uh, we want to arm you with the truth. Um, again, always view these topics through the lens of Scripture. Don't just take our opinions. Don't think our take our thoughts. Um, as the gospel, go and search the Word of God yourself, uh, because it is the only truth worth standing on. So, hey, thanks for joining us for episode six of Since You Ask. We will see you back here uh, in just a few short days. We're going to get back on the rotation of Tuesdays, and so we'll be back here in five days uh, to record a new episode, and we hope to see you back here then. Thanks for listening to Since You Ask. Join us next time as we tackle more of your burning questions.